0: Well, friends, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. 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 (laughs) How about happy Thanksgiving? Would that help? Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, that's good. It's a little early for that, I suppose. Good morning uh, and welcome to worship at Pleasant Street Christian Reformed Church. Uh, Welcome to those of you who are with us every week. Welcome to those of you who are joining and visiting with us from somewhere else and in town. It's good to be together. Welcome to those of you joining us online as well, whether you are near or far. Um, Friends, we are a gathered church, and we gather in many different ways. But no matter where you are or where you come from this morning, we gather in the presence of God who welcomes us. And so it is good to be together in a warm place. My name is Matthew. I'm the senior pastor here. On behalf of everyone in our church, welcome. Glad that you could be with us today uh, as the weather turns um, and as we head toward the holiday season. Um, As we get started this morning, I have a couple announcements that I want to highlight for you as folks are filtering in too from the fellowship hall. Welcome. Hi, guys. Good to see you. Um, Let's see. Uh, First, okay, so today, after we worship together... Um, we are getting ready for a Christmas pageant. That's right, the Christmas pageant is back! Uh, hooray! Right. So that's going to be happening on December 12th, but in order for that to happen, we need your help. Uh, we are looking for kids, and plus anyone, really, who would like to play a role uh, in helping us to do the pageant. The pageant's going to be happening during our worship service on Sunday morning, December 12th, uh, and there is a rehearsal I guess you could say. Today, 15 minutes after some fellowship time, they'll be meeting downstairs in the echo room today. And in particular, Kate says she's looking for middle school and high schoolers as well who know the actions and the songs who can help teach it to our little ones. So, uh, if you are young or young at heart, you are welcome to join us uh, after some fellowship time today downstairs in the echo room. Uh, Looking ahead to Thanksgiving Day is coming up on Thursday. I'm sure everybody has different kinds of plans, but one plan that you could build into that rotation is joining us for a Thanksgiving morning worship uh, with our brothers and sisters up the hill at Fairlawn. So we're going to be doing that at 9 a.m. on Thursday morning. That's Thursday morning at 9 a.m. for Thanksgiving Day, which is at 9 a.m. on Thursday up at Fairlawn. Did I mention that it's at Fairlawn on Thursday at 9 a.m.? So just so you know you can join us Thursday at 9 a.m. at Fairlawn. That's where we'll be for, uh, for Thanksgiving morning worship. And then after that, Advent begins. And just a teaser for you, uh, this fall we've been looking at a book in the Prophets in the Old Testament, Jonah. In Advent, we'll be turning to another prophet, Isaiah, and focusing on some of his beautiful and great and hopeful words about a, a coming future. Uh, but today, right back to where we are now, Uh, We have one other visitor that we want to welcome today, and that's Pastor Mike Sullivan, who's joining us all the way from Worcester. Uh, Welcome, Mike. (laughs) Thank you for making the trip. It's good to see you today. Mike is a church planner, pastor of Emmaus City. He is a friend and a partner in the gospel among us, and it's good to have you bringing the word to us today. Uh, Speaking of that word, we are gathered in the presence of God who has good words for us this morning. Would you rise and let's worship together? Praise be to you,
1: Lord, the God of our Father Israel, from everlasting to everlasting.
2: Yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power, and the glory, and in majesty, and the splendor, for everything in heaven and earth is yours.
1: Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head
3: over all.
2: Wealth and honor come from you. You are the
3: in your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all.
2: Now our God.
4: I babysit my son, Jack, grandson, Jack, on Mondays, and what a thrill it is to be able to take care of him. I get down on the floor, and we build blocks, or I build the tower, he knocks it down. Um, we read books, we go out on walks, we sing some of the old kids' songs that I remember growing up, um, and it's just such an amazing time. I get to rock him to sleep and just spend time with him. But I think one of the most amazing things about watching Jack is when I get up to maybe do something, and he comes crawling over, and he kind of puts his arms on my legs, or he'll, pick, he'll you know put his hands up and say, Grandma or Nana, pick me up. I want to be with you. I want to be held by you. And I guess I'd like to kind of just think about that a minute, um, how... God wants that relationship with you and with me. He wants us to raise our arms, figuratively or, um, you know, in reality, and say, pick me up, Lord. Let me sit in your lap. Come sit in my lap. Tell me about your day. Tell me about what was amazing about your day. Tell me about your struggles. Come even confess the things that you did and that you said that hurt me, and I bring forgiveness. And I'd like to, at this point, would you come and just bow your heads as we pray this prayer of confession to God. Eternal and merciful God, you have loved us with a love beyond our understanding, and you have set us on paths of righteousness for your name's sake yet we have strayed from your way. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed through what we have done and what we have left undone. As we remember the lavish gift of your grace, we praise you and give you thanks that you forgive us yet again. Grant us now, we pray, the grace to die daily to sin and to rise daily to new life in Christ, who lives and reigns with you, and in whose strong name we pray. Amen. Please continue in silent confession. Here are words of encouragement that you may trust. Words that merit full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. To all who confess their sins and resolve to lead a new life, he says, your sins are forgiven. He also says, come, follow me. Now to the one who rules all worlds, immortal, invisible, the only God, Be honor and glory forever and ever. Thanks be to God. Will you stand and join us in singing Just a Closer Walk with Thee?
3: Before I pass the piece to you I would love if we could all turn around Especially this week of Thanksgiving I know we may have new visitors online We may have friendly faces from online That have been here for a very long time But there also may be people At this time of year Who also may be by themselves Or may have lost a loved one And so if you're able to turn And face a camera And pass the piece to them Please Friends, the peace of Christ be with you. Also with you. Feel free to now pass that peace to others.
1: Can I have all the kids come up here? People of God, what is our prayer? Lord, continue to show us your wonderful, never stopping. Go in peace to love and serve Jesus. My name is Emily Fortna, and I'm one of the elders here, and it's my privilege to lead us um, in prayer this morning. So let's pray. Almighty Father, as we approach Thanksgiving this Thursday, we want to take a few minutes to remember all the blessings that you have given us. We thank you for the beautiful world that you have created, with mountains, forests, and beaches, filled with wildlife and flowers and trees. The detail and creativity are unfathomable. You are an amazing God. We thank you for for providing for our physical needs, for warm houses on a cold day, and sufficient food and jobs that help us to provide for our families. Help us to be mindful of those who don't have as much as we do. We thank you for our church and its rich 125-year history. We thank you for our church building with a huge fellowship hall and the foundation right in the center of town. Help us to use our building in the best ways possible to further your kingdom here in Whitensville. We thank you for our dedicated staff who work countless hours, sometimes above and beyond their job description to carry out all the important ministries here at Pleasant Street. For Pastor Matthew and Pastor Anika, Pastor Howard, Kate and Sadie and Diane, give them strength and encouragement and joy to carry out their duties. We thank you for all the volunteers here at Pleasant Street who keep things running, often unnoticed behind the scenes. People who plan worship services sing run the live stream, make coffee, come early, to open the building and turn on the heat and all of the other countless tasks. We thank you for them. We thank you for a council who's willing to give up their Saturday and discern where you would like Pleasant Street to go in the next three to four years. Help us as we strive to be the church you want us to be. We thank you for the generosity of this church in providing all the Thanksgiving baskets on the tables in the parking lot. We ask that this food would be a blessing to those families that receive them. We even praise you in the midst of hardship, or at least we try. Thank you for walking with us in our grief, in our health struggles, in our loneliness. Thank you for your healing, for your peace, and your presence when we face difficulties. And most importantly, thank you for the hope that you give us, for loving us enough to send your only son to die that we may have eternal life, for drawing us close to you and desiring a personal relationship with each of us. We thank you for the gift of prayer for the ability to approach the King of the universe with our thoughts and concerns. May our words be pleasing to you. And with our hearts full of joy and gratitude for all that you have done for us, help us to go out and share the good news. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
5: Our scripture reading this morning comes from the book of Jude, verses 20 through 25. But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourself in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt, save others by snatching them from the fire to show To others, show mercy, mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. And to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ, our Lord, before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks
6: be to God. Now that won't be a distraction for all you that are like particular about such things. (laughs) Well, good morning, Pleasant Street Church. It is good to be with you all. As Sue just read in verses 20 through 25 of Jude or Judah, as he would be known by his fellow Jewish followers of Jesus, it started with dear friends. Another translation of that would be beloved. And I want you to rest in that for a minute. Some of you might have been called beloved this morning. Some of you have not heard that in a long time. Some of you have been called other names, recently that hurt and pierced. Some of you have called other people other names that you wish you could take back. But the good news of Jesus Christ is that in the midst of a letter in which Jude wanted to talk about the common salvation he shared with the people, but had to move into some dark spaces because they were beginning to believe lies and things that were destructive, he continues to say to them, beloved. He reminds them of who they are, you might say, Mike, well, that's that's hard to believe. When I hear the verbs that were just read in verses 20 through 25 of being built up in faith, of praying in the spirit, of keeping myself in the love of God, of waiting for mercy and having and showing mercy and saving others, I just don't think I have that. Well, that's why the name of this sermon this morning is Now to Him Who is Able. Again, the title of the sermon this morning is Now to Him Who is Able. To do this with you, to do this for you, to impart this to you. And for some of you, when you heard Jude... Maybe none of that was what went through your mind. Instead, it was the lyrics to a Beatles song and Paul McCartney's voice that began to play. Hey, Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. But that's exactly what Jude is writing to the people he loves, and that is what God is saying to us this morning is yes, we've got sad songs and we've probably made some of them pretty bad. But this Jude through Jesus Christ is taking our sad songs and making them better. Now to him who is able. Jesus is able to keep you in the father's love. Jesus is able to keep you being built up in a holy faith. Jesus is able to keep the evil in your life limited and in chains. Jesus is able to keep good judgment coming even when your poor judgment keeps coming up empty. And Jesus is able to continue to lead us before the presence of God with great joy. So I have three points for us in relationship to the God who is able this morning. First one would be, now to him who is able to keep you looking to Jesus for mercy. Now to him who is able to keep you looking to Jesus for mercy. The second point is, now to him who is able to keep you looking to Jesus to show mercy to others. So, first of all, he's able to keep you looking to Jesus to receive mercy. And he's able to keep you looking to Jesus to show mercy, because once you have it, you get to show it. And this might seem redundant, but again, the redundancy of Jude is to say, beloved. The redundancy of Jude is to mention mercy. But the third point will be now to him who is able to keep you looking to Jesus, period. You don't have to look anywhere else for mercy. And when you see others, Because of the mercy you've received, you can show it. Not based on what they deserve. Not based on what you deserve. No, completely based on who Jesus is. So again, the first point, now to him who is able to keep us looking to Jesus as we wait for and receive mercy. That's why he says in verses 20 through 21, Beloved, building yourselves up in holy faith Pray in the spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. The Father, Son, and Spirit are all involved in what's going on right here. Pray in the spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God the Father. Wait for the mercy that is revealed in Jesus Christ. There is faith, there is hope, there is love here that Judah is encouraging us in today. And for some of you that might not know, this is pretty bold of Jude to say because he was most likely one of Jesus' youngest brothers. What's it like to say things like this about one of your siblings? Like, don't look to me, look to him. Really? You grew up with him? Oh yeah. I knew what it was like. I knew what he was like. And he's the one that is able. You might look at some of the phrases and think, well, what does that mean? What does it mean to pray in the Spirit? I read a great kind of way to grow in relationship to God in prayer where it says often we start out speaking at God. And then we learn how to talk to God. And then as we grow in the spirit, we learn how to listen for God. And then in which the spirit groans in words that aren't able to be uttered, we learn how to be with God in prayer. And how beautiful is it that in praying in the spirit, he would talk about being built up in this most holy faith, that he would talk about waiting, not just doing something, not just trying to move on to the next thing, but no, the beauty of this relationship with God in which he is able to keep us looking to Jesus, waiting for mercy. Oh, Pleasant Street Church, how much you don't want to just get on to the next thing and God is saying, no, no, just be with me and don't be afraid. Mercy is coming. We're getting ready for Advent in which We're recognizing the presence of Emmanuel with us. And right here it talks about at the end of this passage that he's able to present us blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. Well, that's why during Advent when it's darkest, we remind each other, don't be afraid, we bring you good tidings of what? Great joy, which shall be to all people. Say, Mike, my life's really hard. Well, one of my friends who's a pastor says this, sometimes the spirit shows up to fix what's wrong, and sometimes he shows up with his presence to help us endure through it. Let me say that again. Sometimes the spirit shows up to fix what's wrong, but sometimes this praying in the spirit, this being built up, this waiting, is the spirit showing up with his presence to help us endure what we're going through. And that's why we need to be kept in this love of God. That's why it is good to wait. The great African-American prince of preachers, Gardner C. Taylor. And if you want to know what that C for, it's Calvin, so feel that a little bit. The great African-American preacher, Gardner Calvin Taylor, says this, Waiting on God is difficult. We have not been promised a smooth voyage, but God does promise us a safe landing. Waiting on God is difficult. We have not been promised a smooth voyage, but God has promised us a safe landing. You can look to the one who is able to keep you waiting for this mercy that will come in his second coming, even as you get to receive the mercy that came with this first coming. Hosanna Wong is a wonderful Chinese American spoken word artist. She grew up in the Tenderloin district of San Francisco. Her father was an addict that roamed that area of San Francisco and then Jesus met him and the Wong family was forever changed. For some of you, I think this is something to take home this morning. Hosanna has a video on YouTube called I Have a New Name. What's it like to wait for the second coming of Jesus' mercy even as you get to be in his mercy as you wait? Encounter all the other names that are coming against you that are unmerciful. This is but a taste, and believe me, Hosanna brings it better than I can. So look it up. There's a lyric video. There's one where she gives it live, Hosanna Wong. Hosanna Wong. I have a new name, but this is part of it. God spends a lot of time in the Bible telling us who we are. And remember that beloved, that Judah, that dear friends that he started with. It's almost as if he knew that we would doubt who that was from time to time. The names that my father, that your father, eternity's author, the world's create, creator has called me are the only names that I answer to. And again, like Sue read... Like I said, when I hear friend of God, that's my name. Pleasant Street Church, when you hear dear friends, when you hear beloved, that's your name. God's workmanship, that's my name. Chosen, that's my name. Loved, wanted, created with a purpose, that's my name. God's temple, that's my name. God's messenger, that's my name. Free, that's my name. Child of God, you're looking at me. Greatly loved, you must be calling for me. Brand new, that is my name. That is the name I respond to. The enemy has no power here. Perfect love casts out fear and perfect love has named me and you. Pleasant Street, you can look to the one who is able to help you wait for mercy in Jesus and hear beloved, dear friends, that's your name. Now to him who is able. But see, when we know that's our name, then we look for others to tell them that's their name. Because he is able to not only help us have mercy as we wait for the ultimate mercy, but he's able to help us show mercy in the midst of the fear, in the midst of the doubt, in the midst of the fire. In verses 22 through 23, it says, Have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. And earlier, Jude talks about Satan. He talks about the eternal fire of hell. He's not afraid of those things because he knows the one who can rescue. And he knows the one who's with you. And he knows the one that says, Participate with me in snatching others from being warmed by that false fire to being warmed by the consuming fire that is the Spirit of God. Have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of fire. Show mercy with fear. And when he says fear there, it's an awe of God in which the spirit of God drives out all fear. So if your awe is more concerned with who God is, then this fire, these flames, these doubts, these stains won't make you afraid. You'll be more concerned with God's holiness than being afraid of what he's asking you to help him do. And it's not that he needs our help. It's that he likes to do stuff with his children. That's what Sandy was sharing. As much as we get to cry out to God in the midst of our confession, he also likes to send his kids out to play, confessing what he's done for them. And if this seems a little intense have mercy on those who doubt? I have my own doubts. I need mercy. I know you get to receive that from Jesus and from his word and the spirit and the sacraments and then show it to others. Well, God's done this before. The beauty of these verses in Jude, and Jude is wonderful in all 25 verses of doing this, is he loves to go back into the story of God. So if you look at verses 22 through 23 and you think, man, that seems hard. Well, we can look at the prophet Zechariah in chapter three, verses one through four, because basically Judah's saying, remember this, remember, is a faithful Jewish follower of Jesus. He knows Torah, he knows the prophets, and he's saying, let's go back into our story. Let's call on the name of the Lord. Let's look to the one who does this. And you say, Mike, what does Zechariah, chapter three, verses one through four say? It says this, then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord in Satan, standing at his right hand to accuse him, And the Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, O Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this a what? A brand plucked from the fire. Now Joshua was standing before the angel clothed with what? Stained garments, filthy garments. And the angel said to those who were standing before him, remove the filthy garments from him. And to him he said, behold, I have taken your iniquity away from you, and I will clothe you with pure vestments. Say, Mike, tell me what's going on. Well, Joshua's the high priest. Joshua, his name is Yeshua, which means the Lord is salvation, is stained with filthy garments. And he's the one that's supposed to represent the people before God. And so Satan's looking at it and saying, no, 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 I got this. He's mine. Israel's mine. There's no more trust here. And what does the Lord say? The Lord rebuke you. The Lord is salvation. And so even though Joshua can't save himself, even though Israel can't save himself, even though the fires of the lies of hell are trying to say, Israel, you're done. The angel says, no, 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 the Lord rebuke you. So in this moment, Pleasant Street Church, if there have been false lies that have been saying to you personally or communally, you're done, not in the name of Yeshua. You are not done. The Lord rebukes that lie. In the midst of doubt, in the midst of the lies of the fire of hell, in the midst of you looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I am not deserving of mercy, Satan says, you're done. And the Lord says, you are not done. You are with me. Now to him who is able to not only have you be able to receive mercy and wait for mercy. But once you got this pleasant street, it'll overflow to show mercy because you'll want to go to all the others who are looking in the mirror and receiving those lies and say, don't believe that. Don't believe that. You're beloved. You're a dear friend. Say, Mike, how do I counter those lies? Well, there was a pretty uh, intense dude named Evagrius. Anybody here heard of Evagrius? It's okay if you haven't. <laughs> so he was one of the desert fathers and desert mothers in the late 300s that was thinking, well, how do I follow Jesus? And you want to consider an intense discipleship, consider this. Evagrius looked at Jesus' ministry and how it began. And when he was baptized, he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to confront Satan. So Evagrius said, I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. So he goes into the desert, and he actually wrote a book called Talking Back, a monastic handbook for combating demons. Light reading. (laughs) But here's the beauty of it, and you can read more about how it's impacted a present-day pastor in Portland, Oregon, John Mark Comer, in his book, Live No Lies. What Evagrius did is simply did what Judah did. And what we get to do, every time a lie would come, he'd recognize it as a lie, he'd pray in the Holy Spirit and say, where in the story of God do I need to believe the scriptures more than I need to believe whatever's coming at me right now? And he would write it down and he would speak it back. And so he developed a prayer in the spirit to lead to the scriptures, to provide a word from God as a child of God, to then counter the lie what's beautiful is John Mark Homer says, I did this for months, wrote down repeated lies that were not in God's word, and then asked God. And he said, sometimes the verses would come quickly, and sometimes it would take time. Sometimes they would come from somebody else. But he'd write down that scripture passage that countered that lie, and then he'd come back to it again, and come back to it again. And he talks about having experienced Transformation in ways that are changing his life. It happened for Judah. It happened for the community he was talking to. It happened for Evagrius. It happened for John Mark Homer. It can happen for us. It's happened for Hosanna Long. Her song is a declaration in her spoken word poetry of who God says we are. Now to him who is able. So one of the things that I did in preparation for today, was to memorize verses 24 through 25. And that might be something that God's calling you to do right now. Maybe for this Thanksgiving week, it's to go to Jude 24 through 25 and see right there. If you're like, Mike, I don't know where to start in the scriptures. Maybe it's because we're together here this morning that God is inviting many of us to start there. Now to him who is able to keep you. Keep me from what, Mike? Keep you from stumbling. And to do what? And to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God who can do this. And remember, Judah, Jesus' brother, is saying what? To the only God who can do this, our Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord. Be what? Be glory. Be majesty. Be dominion and authority. Before all time, and now, and forever. Amen. Now, to him who is able, period. We get to look to him together. And again, you might be saying, Mike, I just don't know. I just feel stuck. I feel like the suffering is too much to bear. It's just so hard to not only allow myself to sit and be still with mercy, I just don't have mercy for anyone else. Well, here's a beautiful thing, Pleasant Street Church. In the tradition of Jesus' church, Jude is the patron saint of lost causes. Let me say that again. Jude is the patron saint of lost causes. That's because in him knowing Jesus, in him sharing Jesus with us, Jude in his small letter is able to look at some really dark moments and see where God's justice was needed and still end with mercy, mercy, mercy now to him who is able. And so Pleasant Street Church, this morning I wanna say, mercy, 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 look to the one who is able. It's not you, It's not me. It's the one that Judah touched and heard audibly and knew about the death who came questioning with his mother, wondering if Yeshua was out of his mind. But if you see in the book of Acts, it says that Mary and Jesus' brothers were in that room waiting for that Holy Spirit to come. So it's no wonder that he asks us to pray in the spirit. Again, what would it be like for you to memorize Jude 24 through 25 as you head into Advent, or maybe to write your own doxology? There are four elements. You have an addressee. You have the honor you give to the God you're writing to. You have the duration of what you want those blessings to last, and then you have the amen, the stamp on it. It's the framework for a benediction like Jude 24 through 25. And if it needs to be as short as mercy, 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 Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy on me, that's enough. That's the Kyrie eleison, an incredible prayer that's been prayed by followers of Jesus. But here's the beauty of it, and I can't wait to sing this gospel over you. Sandy and the team were loving enough to choose, as the closing song for today, one of my all-time favorites, Land of the Rising Sun. So as you consider how to counter the lies, as you consider the one who is able, sing with all your might, through my doubting and my failing, through the fire I belong, I'm just a rebel who's tired of fighting. So I'm laying down these arms. The sun is rising. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. He is able, Pleasant Street Church. Let's pray. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy on us. We need you, God. You are good, and you are present with us by your Spirit, praying in the Spirit. Increase our joy that the land of the rising sun is not just a song, but a promise and a truth in something more beautiful than we can possibly imagine. And We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
4: Now's the time when we can give up our offerings. You um, can't do them the way we usually do them with the um, collection, but you can give them out in the box, in the foyer, um, online, or you can come to the church office during the week and give them. And um, yeah, but this is also a time to kind of offer our bodies as living sacrifices to God, holy and pleasing to him.
2: Mm.
4: Would the Echo kids please come forward? your um dismissed people of god what is our prayer Go in peace to love and serve Jesus. Will you stand and join us in singing, Land of the Rising Sun?
6: now for a benediction that you've heard more than once already this morning. But if you're like me, you need to hear it again. To him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy, to the only God our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. Uh mm-hmm.
3: Thanksgiving.